welcome to the Climb Your Mountain podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Maurer, a life coach, certified ultra running coach, and high altitude mountaineer. Each week, I show you how to train, eat, think, and live like an athlete so you can reach that summit, hike that hike, or finish that trail race. My passion is to empower people of all ages and sizes to get outside and live lives of adventure. Remember, endurance training will never be easier than today. So let's dive into the show. Hey friends, how you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Actually, I'm recording this on Valentine's Day and I just realized after I said that that you will get it a week later. So I hope you had an awesome Valentine's Day. Whether you're single, whether you're coupled, whatever your relationship status, I always feel like when I'm single on Valentine's Day, which is this, which is what's happening this Valentine's Day, there's a moment where I think I need to like get busy and find my person so I won't be lonely. And I always like totally forget that some of the loneliest people in the world are people in relationships. And also the opposite is true, that we get to feel abundant love, to love just abundantly, juicily, if that's a word, be overflowing with love, even when there's nobody else around. Because fundamentally, love isn't something that's like transmitted through the airwaves, like the other person makes it and sends it into your body and brain. That's not how it works. You actually make it with your own brain. You make someone else's love, which I think is such a trippy thought. So you get to feel loved all the fucking time as you get to create as much love in your life as you want. And I don't know, I feel like that's a little outside the realm of this podcast. But if you follow me on Instagram, that's something I'm going to be sharing a lot about in the the coming weeks. That really is kind of my, my big thing for 2023, creating intimacy and connection in a world where it's just not always easy. So anyway, (laughs) that was like three tangents I just went off on. Let's get busy with the podcast. You all are here, if you've read the title, to learn more about mental rehearsal and maybe get a little taste of some trancey trance. This should be a lot of fun. So why do a podcast on mental rehearsal? Why is this a useful skill to learn? And actually, let's back it up a step. Like what, what the French toast is it? So really, mental rehearsal, it's based on the whole concept that Anytime you're learning a skill, whether it's a physical skill or a new way of being, a new way of feeling, a new thought habit, repetition, rehearsal makes you better at it, makes it easier, makes it easier for makes it easier for your brain just to make that the go to. And another way you can think of it is just using your imagination to practice. And here's something I think is so cool about the brain. Your brain doesn't know the difference between a real experience and an imagined experience. So, for example, you can probably imagine something scary right now that will make you like have a fear response in your body. Like your heart might beat faster, your mouth might get dry. Um, if you imagine a bear attack, for example, or just like meeting a bear attack sounds so scary and violent, Sarah. Let's just say like seeing a big grizzly bear like close to you on the trail, 
you're going to have the same fear response in your body as you would have if you actually saw that in real life. You can do it just by imagining. The thing that's really cool, now that we have functional MRI, we can actually see what's going on in real time in people's brains. You can see, like actually just imagining the bear is going to light up the same part of your brain that we would expect to light up if you were actually seeing it. So I think that's so cool. And it's actually very useful to us because we can use our imagination to create all kinds of experiences for ourselves and all kinds of feelings for ourselves and our brain doesn't know that it's not really happening. So, um, yeah, mental rehearsal, using your imagination to practice. You can do this by, as we're going to do today, by getting in kind of a suggestive state, a trance. Um, you can do that through many pathways. We're going to do it just through imagining ourselves in, through conversational hypnosis. You can do it through breath work. You can do it through, I don't know, any number of ways. You can also just do it as you are. You don't necessarily have to be in a trance for this to work. And like some examples of this that I think are really cool. Um, I had a colleague whose child was like really good at the piano, like for their age, they were in competitions and, you know, going around their region, like competing. And she said it was the wildest thing to watch. Like her son could actually practice piano, like when they were maybe standing backstage before he was going to go on stage, he would just play the air with his fingers. But in his mind, he was seeing himself playing the keys, working the pedal with his foot. And that could actually be practice for him that would be helpful. And I actually used to do a version of this when I was in cheerleading in high school. We would have a lot of dance routines that we would have to learn. And if you think about like life in high school, like especially where I lived, I was out in the country. So there was a lot of like driving around in the car to get anywhere, to get to practice, to get to competition, to get to games. So yeah, like so much riding around in the car. And I would just use that time in my head to go through my dance. And I would actually like move my hands and feet like wherever there was a movement. But obviously I couldn't do it like the same as if I was standing up. Um, but yeah, we just go through whole routines like that. And it was really interesting because like when I think about it, like I, I thought our, our um, squad just did amazing dance performances. We had some really good dancers and we were working together very well. And we really didn't dance together <laughs> that often. But like as I was doing it, I was visualizing like Mackenzie to my left and Terry to my right and yeah like what they would be doing and it would all add up I, I imagine we were all doing some form of this to an amazing performance when we got together without us even having to practice that much so how can you use this so you can use mental rehearsal to get better at doing a physical skill, like a dance. You could use it to like ride your mountain bike. Like you could take yourself through all the steps of hopping over a log. Like golf professionals use this. Baseball players use this. Football players that need to learn to execute certain plays use this. Um, yeah, so it can be like an actual physical thing where you have to go through a sequence of steps. Here's the cool thing. It can also help you feel differently about doing something. So what might this look like? So for example, 
when we, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, when we act from positive emotion, we're more likely to actually do the thing, especially over the long term. And over the long term, it becomes a habit. So a great example is starting a workout routine. You can use this to see yourself putting on your clothes, going out the door with a smile on your face. You can actually like put yourself in your body and feel, you know, excitement about moving your body, getting fresh air, getting exercise, feeling that little endorphin hit that's going to come. And so you can use mental rehearsal for all of that to create that experience for yourself. And once you've created something so positive, you're so much more likely to go and do it. Another example I'll share from my own life that I think is so wild, this is like one of my favorite stories ever, is using mental rehearsal or trance to release anxiety. So for me, I I remember when I was going to run my first ultra race, my first 50K, it was a really hard one. It was down in Colorado Springs. I think it had like 7,500 feet of gain. It was the Pikes Peak Ultra, if you actually want to look at it. I think it's still the same course a couple of years later. But I was like so terrified that I was about to do this. And I just would like picture all these horrible things happening to me. I get lost and never get found. I have some medical issue on the course and, you know, no one just die because no one ever finds me like the worst pictures, just, you know, survival brain, as we've talked about, likes to offer us the worst case scenario. And it certainly was for me to the point where I was just like terrified and thinking like, who am I to do this thing? Like, oh my gosh, this is just the most idiotic idea I've ever had to run this 50K. So I was really, really getting into breath work at the time. So whenever I felt the anxiety, I was working at home because it was during the pandemic. I still work at home. I don't know why I qualified it in that way. But um, yeah, if I was feeling really anxious while I was at my desk, I would just kind of throw myself on the floor and breathe for like 15 minutes and kind of breathe through all of it. And in during one of these sessions, I just had like the most amazing experience. When, when you're doing breath work, you're, it's a, like a really nice way to get yourself in kind of a deep trance kind of fast and without even like really like consciously trying to change it or imagine it it just came to me this vision of myself like running in the sunshine feeling so safe feeling like the mountain is on my side the trail is on my side the trees are on my side like the Lord above is on my side. I'm an agnostic, but still like felt like this very like spiritual, like, like the whole universe was kind of rooting for me in this race and that it was keeping me safe. There was sunshine on my face. I was like in my element having this most amazing experience. It came to me also, and this is so true. I don't know why I never thought of this before that, um, on the course, like I'm so much safer than when I'm just like out, like running randomly on a trail. There's so many people out there looking out for me that are, you know, going to notice if I don't come across the finish line in a certain amount of time. There's, and and it actually came to me, this was during COVID. It was like, what if you're safer out on this course surrounded by people than you are in your fucking house where you're alone and, you know, you can have like a heart attack and drop dead and, you know, I mean, people might suspect, but probably no one would actually find me until like much later. It would be like one of those scenarios. But out there, it's safe. It's it's people. It's nature. It's I don't know. I just had like this. 
it's a little bit hard to explain, but I kind of came out of it and was just never nervous in that way again. I was nervous about like certain details of the whole process, but the whole running of the race itself just kind of let go. And like, how amazing is that? Like, I've never felt that anxiety again. It's allowed me to go do all these amazing races all over the place, have great experiences and have so much fun. So (laughs) one thing I think is kind of fun to think about is the value of this experience. There are sports psychologists that will do what I'm basically about to do in this podcast for like $5,000 a session. And yeah, I, I almost think like that, that like, like part of me is like, that's a lot of money. And part of me is like that whole experience I had with that breathwork session where all my anxiety just went away, totally worth $5,000. I would completely pay for it. It's just allowed my life to go in an amazing direction. So I am actually going to take you through this $5,000 process right here for free. We're going to do it right now. Like I said, we're going into a bit of a trance. Some people are freaked out by the word trance. It's not as weird as it sounds. Really, all I'm talking about is kind of blurring the boundary a little between your conscious and your unconscious mind, just giving you more access to all the parts of your brain, all the parts of yourself. And honestly, like we think of trance as something kind of trippy, but you're in a trance for example example, anytime you're watching a movie that you're really into. And then when the storyteller wants you to jump, you jump. When they want you to cry, if you're me, you like cry your eyes out. So it's not so unusual, right? So couple of things to kind of prepare here. If you are driving, swimming, operating heavy machinery, maybe jump to the next podcast on your list, just because this might be a bit distracting, even if you're not actively doing it with me. Running or walking is fine, but stop if you feel like you're losing focus in any way that's dangerous. Um, Running is one of the best chances ever, by the way. You've probably felt that if you're a runner. Another thing to keep in mind is trance can amplify emotional states. So if you were my client and we were working online, we'd usually get you feeling really good and really resourced before we did trance work like we're about to do. So what that means for you right now is not to do this, not to drop in. If you're already feeling kind of stressed or shitty because there's a possibility you could intensify this feeling, which won't help you rehearse the good stuff. So are you all ready? All right, I'm going to take you through it. So just taking a moment to get comfortable if you're sitting. Probably best to do this sitting or lying down. You can try it walking if that works for you. And what I want you to do is just like let your eyes rest on something in your space. And without moving your eyes, just start to just gently expand your peripheral vision outward. So seeing more above, below, to the left and right. And expanding that peripheral vision outward even further without moving your eyes. And almost see if you could get to the point where you could see behind you above you and behind you, below you and behind you, to either side and behind you. And now, if you're not walking, if you're sitting, lying down, just go ahead and close your eyes. And what I want you to do is just take a deep breath in. Exhale twice as long. Another deep breath in, all the way down to your belly. And exhale. (sighs) 
beautiful. So what we're going to do next, I am going to count it down from 10 to 1. I'm going to have you open and close your eyes a couple of times as we go through this. So let's start with 10. And as you think of the number 10, just feel a wave of relaxation moving from your head all the way through your body down to your toes. Yeah, just see that 10 starting to fade from your mind's eye. And then open your eyes and close your eyes. Nine. Feel that wave of relaxation moving from your head to your toes again. The number nine fades and open your eyes and close your eyes. Eight, another wave of relaxation moves through your body from your head down to your toes. Number eight fades from your mind's eye, moving out of your consciousness. And open your eyes and close your eyes. Seven. Another wave of relaxation moves from the top of your head all the way down your body to the tips of your toes. Number seven fades, moves out of your awareness and open your eyes and close your eyes. Six. Number six. Feeling again another wave of relaxation moving from your head down to your toes. Number six fades from your awareness as you open your eyes and close your eyes. Five, and feeling again a wave of relaxation moving from your head all the way down to your toes. Number five fades, moves out of your awareness. Open your eyes and close your eyes. Four, Again, another wave of relaxation washes through you from your head down to your toes. Number four fades from your awareness as you open your eyes and close your eyes. Three, again, just feeling a luscious wave of relaxation washing over you from your head to your toes. See that three fade from your awareness. And open your eyes and close your eyes. And two, just bringing another wave of awareness through your body, head to toe. Number two fades from your awareness. And open your eyes and close your eyes. One, this is going to be a good one. Just bringing the best yet wave of relaxation from your head. This time it's just moving nice and slowly down through your body. Making its way all the way down to your toes. As number one fades from your awareness. And you open your eyes and close your eyes. Yeah. And just taking a moment down here. Soaking in this feeling really enjoying the relaxation, the calm, the presence. And just to show you how, how amazing, how cool this state can be, I just want you to imagine what it would be like if your legs were very heavy, like wood, like lead. 
Yeah, just feeling the connection of the foot to the ground, the weight of the leg above. Feeling as if that connection were sticky because of the heaviness of that leg. Some people feel it even more if you try to pick a leg up. Yeah, just feeling that heaviness. Beautiful job. So from here, if it feels good to you, I just want you to imagine yourself sitting in a movie theater and looking up at the screen. And on that screen, I want you to make a movie of whatever it is that you're working on. Maybe it's a skill. Maybe it's taking action on something that's felt hard in the past. And I just want you to make the movie to see yourself doing it however you want to be doing it. Yeah, feeling however you want to feel in that moment. Maybe seeing a big smile on your face as you're doing it. Maybe feeling some anticipation as you're getting ready to do it and then stepping into it as the movie goes along. So just take a moment just to make that movie exactly how you want it. Yeah, see yourself doing it exactly as you, as you want to be doing it. Feeling how you want to be feeling. And then once you think you've got it, just picture yourself of floating up. Imagine yourself like floating up out of your chair floating through the screen into the movie and just being in your body as you do the thing exactly as you want to, feeling exactly as you want to in that moment, feeling the expression on your face, the emotion in your body, feeling your body do exactly what you want to be doing, just taking a moment, doing it, feeling it, being it. And only when you're ready, you can let yourself come back through the screen, floating back to your chair. And just take one more look at yourself up on the screen. Just doing, being, feeling exactly how you want to be. And if you feel ready to be finished, you may feel like you want to stretch, shake out parts of your body. Ah, I'm stretching. Yeah, so just coming back to the now. And yeah, I'd love to know what that was like for y'all. Those who tried it, definitely reach out to me. (laughs) Did anything good happen? Did anything weird happen? I love hearing all your stories. So yeah, as you're practicing this, let me know. Another thing I want to offer to you is this is available to you anytime. The way I did that was a little bit of the long version with a little bit of elaboration as I was counting down. You can do this for yourself. Just think yourself through it in like a 
minute. Like you can be like 10, wave of relaxation, open eyes, close eyes, nine. You could, you could get down there pretty fast and be ready to practice. And I encourage you to do it often. And especially anytime you're going to be doing something that feels a little new, a little scary, this, this little self-hypnosis template is available to you anytime. So hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, if you really love this experience and you want to learn more ways to change your brain faster so you can do the things better, feel better, that is my specialty. Come coach with me one-on-one. And in six weeks, probably in much less than that, actually, you will be a ninja at changing your brain, changing your state anytime you want to. I'm going to give you so many tools. You're going to be overwhelmed (laughs) and it's going to feel a little bit like magic. So yeah, if you definitely love that idea, reach out to me. All the ways to get a hold of me are in the show notes and friends. Yeah, that's our show for today. I will see you here next Wednesday. Until then, go get it.